What's up? This is part five. We're talking about the full armor of God. You got the helmet of salvation. Uh, you got the sword of the spirit. You got the shield of faith, belt of truth, sandals in the preparation of peace, uh, breastplate of righteousness. And we're talking about, you know, the full armor of God and uh, staying away from fiery darts and stuff like that. And when we get down to spiritual warfare, what you need to know is that it's real. Uh, th there's another realm outside of ours. And the devil operates, and, and so does, you know, so do angels. And so when you're looking at this, I needed to make sure that you understand that it's not a game, that it's very real, and uh, that this protects you. When you're putting on this armor of God, you simply pray this, go to Ephesians 6, open up your Bibles. I'm kidding right now. Uh, but, but you do go to Ephesians 6 and go check it out, and you can put on the full armor of God. Uh, and uh, it's just stay away from the enemy, be protected from the enemy. And uh, it's also a good thing to do right before you uh, do some spiritual warfare prayer, if that's something you're into, you guys should be. Uh, so definitely be doing that as well. Uh, I would say the, the more often you do that, the easier uh, it'll be for you to uh, pray. Because if you get into a routine of prayer, it's a great thing to be in a good habit. So definitely do that. Uh, the next step we're going to be going into is uh, the full armor of God really goes into something else that a lot of people don't talk about, and that's spiritual warfare. It's as I get attacked by my dog. He's so silly. Um, spiritual warfare attacks. Okay. Um, sometimes you might feel a need to pray or intercede for someone to pray. Make sure you put on the full armor of God when you're doing that because you're actually entering into a realm where someone's being attacked. You do not need to become a target as well. Um, with that being said, I've had tons of experiences with this uh, from the night before my ex-wife left me. Um, I woke up at 3 in the morning and God told me to pray. I prayed in tongues, had a peace, and went to bed. The next morning she left. Um, the day before she left, I actually took an Uber ride with an African-American lady. The lady prayed with me. We were just praying, you know, talking God. And she said, you mind if I pray for you? I said, absolutely. Uh, and we got into a deep prayer. I mean, level 10 prayer. She wasn't messing around. She said, let God remove anything in your life that does not belong. And the next day, my ex-wife left. Amen. Um, and so and I don't know if I told you guys the story or not, but I'll tell you, I don't, I don't really mind. Uh, I own a semi-truck business. I'm actually going to be buying another semi here in November. And uh, so I lost the semi that week. Uh, Ex-wife left, left my bag on the door, took a dog that my brother actually gave to me. Um, he still has one of the dogs from that litter, though, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but the point of it uh, is this, is even though the expectations that we have aren't met, the expectations that God has will always be met when we're in alignment with him. So she left. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, self, I was like, man, you had such a good week with your wife. Like, you just put up a pillar in their parents' house, took them out to eat. I mean, it was a good week. Uh, we even went grocery shopping over there. I mean, just, it, it, and then she left. And, and, and I remember asking God why. And, and, then, and then God reminded me of something. He reminded me of the story of Joe. And he told me, he said, whatever I take, I will replace with better. And I, I, and I was quiet for a second because I couldn't imagine better. But then I realized God has a bigger plan than we have for ourselves. 
So as all this is happening, I grab my bag, get back in the car. The second I get into the car, I get a text from uh, either my mom or my brother, and it said she's in the emergency room. So I drove 735 miles back uh, with some uh, prayer and some organicness. We got my mom out of the hospital. Amen. She was in severe pneumonia, looking bad. But uh, this is a testimony because I remember thinking in the in the vehicle, uh, and this all has to do with the armor of God because I'm in a constant state. Listen to this: a constant state of prayer, constant state of of being conscientious of kingdom mindedness, right? And so what happened is I had an option. I remember thinking this too when I was in the, when I jumped in the car: go chase the ex-wife that left with no explanation, or go save my mom that's been there my entire life. It was a no-brainer. Go save the mom, right? Um, and just with prayer and and God, God willing, she she got out of there. And God's always willing when we're always willing to step up. Amen. Uh, so what I'm trying to get to you is when you're plugged in and you have constant intimacy with the Holy Spirit, constantly talking with the Holy Spirit, uh, it's going to be a lot easier for you to operate in times of trial. So that's why you put on the full armor of God because. It prepares you for the times when, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a leaky roof, and I'm not sure if I brought this up in another episode or not, but the leaky roof situation, uh, it starts as a couple of drips, and then it pours in, right, and it, it and it destroys everything. Sometimes God will let that happen just to build character in your life. Other times it's because you have sin in your life, so make sure you're aware of both but right now i'm talking about the option where god allows something to happen in your life to build a stronger character in you or maybe more faith or maybe a discipleship or maybe plant more seeds save more souls um so what this is doing when you're having the full armor of god is it's protecting you from the enemy's fiery darts i remember another time i was praying and i i was in uh st louis and i was just praying in the spirit and i i remember i rolled down the window after i got done praying in tongues and I mean, it was probably the most I'd ever prayed in tongues, the hardest I ever prayed. And a crow blew up literally in my face. Uh, and I remember thinking, what was that about? And then I realized, oh, I just I just prayed for an hour and a half. Uh, so when we're plugged in like that, uh, things are going to happen. But it's also, don't let the devil intimidate you. Uh, just stand on the foundation of, of the Bible, the Word of God, and pray. And know that he's going to lead you and he's going to warn you the night before that something's wrong. But that, that there's going to be a supernatural peace. And there was. Um, I'll also say this. Whatever God takes away out of your life and you feel like it's the end of the world, usually God's going to replace it with something so much better. Uh, I remember the next following weeks, uh, two weeks after my wife left, I was hanging out with a billionaire. And I remember thinking to myself, how, how did this happen? Oh, this was orchestrated by God. Uh, just getting his advice uh, shifted my life just dramatically. Um, so remember that and know that know that we all have a responsibility to have that armor of God to protect us from the attacks of the enemy, but also to give us a supernatural peace, okay? Um, that no matter what happens... The weapon may come, but it won't prosper, right? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. You may get hurt, but you won't get killed. Um, and even if you are killed, remember this. Remember this. Even if the enemy was to win, he doesn't win because you will be resurrected. All right? Yeah, I said that. This, Right? All right, anyways. And you're going to have an eternal life, right? You're going to have an eternal life with Christ. So who gets the bigger reward? 
uh, the devil for taking you out or you for having an eternity with Christ. So I just want you guys to look at both sides of that and realize that even if you were to get taken out, you, your fruitfulness is remains. All the seeds you planted remain. Uh, uh, bearing witness, you know, having having that having that absolute complete witness with your lifestyle, uh, with your fruit, with your accountability, with your praise and worship, with your Bible. Uh, what it's going to do is it's going to build a foundation for you that is unlike anything you've ever seen. Uh, and it's going to also help the people around you, mentoring your family, your friends. Remember that you have relationship with Christ and that relationship needs to be evident with not only the gospel sharing, but your actions. Not only your praise and worship, but your actions. Be fruitful. The whole point of all five parts of this podcast are so that you know that when you're in prayer, when you're doing praise and worship, when you have accountability, when you're discipling others, when you're being the light, not to get discouraged because the enemy will attack you because you're now a target, because you're now in the kingdom of God and expanding the kingdom. You're not a lukewarm Christian, and you're stepping up in your maturity. And I want to congratulate you for that, but I want you to know that it's a great responsibility. And like Spider-Man says, I said in another one, with great power comes great responsibility. But my point of it is this, is that your life is a sacrifice to expand the kingdom, and that you can do that by praying by worshiping, by discipling, by having accountability, and by being intentional with your fruit. Uh, intentionally sharing the gospel, intentionally sharing the love of Christ, intentionally, sacrificially giving, and praying, and staying in tune with the Holy Spirit. And I want to say one more important thing before I end this five-part series. When you're praying, and God tells you to do something, do it. Be active. Take active action on what God tells you to do right away. That's why you're listening to this, because God wants you to start taking more action to expand the kingdom. Amen. You guys take care. Have a blessed, wonderful day. And I pray that you stay positive, knowing that God will work all things in your favor for the good of those that love him. Amen. Go read Jeremiah 29, 11 again. And remember that last part means expected and expected and amen, amen. Take care.